0: Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, a sales novice and director at Oz Marketing. With me, as always, Oliver Young, operations director with the Young Automotive Group. So stoked to be here. So stoked to have you. Brad Taylor, corporate trainer with the Center of Excellence. Hi, Mom. Look at me now. <laughs> he did in the break between these last two episodes. He called his mom. It was, ama- it was a good conversation. And finally, back once again, Jared Price, very old variable director, sales director. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer?
1: I, either one, just, yeah, variable sales director, just like Brad's assistant, either way. Brad's assistant yep. and just cool
0: guy, Jared Price. Thanks, Tim. Glad to have you back. You know, I feel like we we've done a lot of these podcasts and we have got a pretty dialed process for
2: these podcasts.
0: So I'm going to... Th- throw it over it's not a dialed segue in any way shape or
1: form was that pretty blunt
2: that was blunt and i'm pretty sure the segue was thrown off by just the eye contact yep. yeah because i've been working on that it just was good solid eye contact. i can only describe it as <laughs> intimate intimate <laughs> yeah
1: i call it serendipity from this side
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was intimate serendipitous eye contact We're just such
2: good friends We're brad just friends. what the hell are we talking about today well you know in cells. You have to have a process. And for anyone that's attended, whether it's a service training, a parts training, a sales training that I've been in, been a part of, I will say over and over, the process is the process. And it's not just because I love the word process. It's because it's something that I am passionate about. And the reason why is first and foremost, processes are teachable and processes are repeatable. There's nothing more important than A way to give a new hire or maybe an old dog that needs a few new tricks a specific process or plan that they can follow to get back to or to start having success.
3: What's really interesting, Brad, is just last week I met with another large sales organization and I did a training for them and they don't have a defined process. Hmm. And when I went in, I just, I kind of gave just, if you don't have anything, here's three quick steps. And it was like the light bulb just turned on. Eye opening. Because they're like, oh, that would be really good if we did that. Because then we could move that forward and we'll be so much better. But they had no process. And what it has caused is, you know, there's some people that thrive Mm -hmm. because they have their own process, but it kills all the others. Yeah. Because they're like, well, how do I do this? And they have nothing to build off of. Yeah. And that's the problem is without process, you have no foundation to build your sales off of.
2: Yep. And one thing I've found with a lot of high performers that are in high performing organizations that lack organizational processes is what that high performer does cannot be taught. Yep. Because- The reason why they're successful is their routine and their personality. When you have a defined process, you can teach it to somebody day one and they can interact with your customers day one and have the same potential success as a person that's been there for thirty plus years. Couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. I
1: mean, I love you're talking about this because I just I wrote down a couple of of professions or even like so, professional athletes, right? Do they have processes? Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. They're very root ru- They call them rituals. Yeah,
1: rituals, right? If you're a doctor, you have processes. If you're in legal, so. right? If you're a golfer, and it's crazy, is those are all professions that require process to follow to sometimes save lives, to entertain, or to just you know make a living. And in sales, it's the same. That we teach simple processes that if they follow, they will be able to go from step A to B to C to D, yep. and the end result is to do what? Earned sell sell somebody no. something. And I like it. you mentioned that, Brad. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, what's crazy about any sales organization or a service drive or a parts counter is tenure does not matter to the customer. They don't walk in and say, where's your guy that's been here for 15 years? I'd like to work with him. Their expectation is that whomever they interact with will follow the exact same process that they expect from their previous visit. Mm-hmm. And as our organization grows, our processes become even more important. Because as we increase our footprint across multiple states, you're going to have people that have done business with us before, and they will then visit another dealer. And it, there's nothing another one of our dealerships, and there's nothing more heartbreaking than to get the feedback of, hey, your sister store in this location doesn't do The same processes. I didn't have the same good experience here as I did previously. Now, we love that feedback for any of our customers that are listening or our internal customers. If you feel like any of the processes are off, we want to make sure that we get some unification. There should be 80% similarity between all processes, regardless of the organization or manufacturer that we deal with. But the main reason for the process, yes, it's for the salespeople and for that initial success to start out. But a huge part is also for that customer expectation. Customers want and need a roadmap to go from, I'm here to have my vehicle serviced, I'm here to buy a part, or I'm here to look at a new trailer to what's it going to take for me to sign the paperwork. Now, Jared, you began with the group in 1998. Correct. Give or take a decade. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Two and a half. How long have you been following the process.
1: Honestly, yeah, actually funny story. Before I was hired, I had to go, I had to have the script memorized prior to starting. So prior to my hiring day, which was August 7th or 8th of 98, that week before I went and practiced a script on my fiance, Tanya, who's currently my wife. And so we'll go 25 years. I've been practicing the process of selling
2: that that's awesome now i know there's been some small adjustments but is there mm-hmm. anything you're doing today or anything that you teach today in a process whether it be sales parts or service that is drastically different other than maybe we didn't have the internet in 1998
1: no it was still in it was in the cloud being thought up <laughs> no going back to when we first started it was the same thing it was Follow us, you know, the steps to sell, but it was also get a customer to like you, Mm -hmm. then listen, believe, and buy. Yeah. And then the process we would follow, first impression, meet and greet, build report down through delivery and follow-up. Yeah. Is the same now. We've added a few things because we've enhanced, like, the presentation demonstrations and technology has maybe, you know, got a few more features on cars today than they did Mm -hmm. back in 98. One or two. Like, the Cavaliers were really awesome, (laughs) but- You know, the new Denali's are pretty hot, too.
0: I kind of want to I kind of want to punctuate something that Jared said a second ago. He said he's been practicing the process of selling for 25 years. And I love that he said practicing because can anybody is it okay to ever say I've made it? I'm there. I'm there. It's Uh, done.
2: It's done. Professionals like doctors are practitioners. They practice medicine. Right. And we you're do never, the exact so same thing. So, never so
0: the, the work never stops. No. You never stop practicing. You never stop trying to be better and trying to perfect the process.
1: And I think yeah. true professionals will admit that they are never, you never reach the peak, Oliver. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about that with like Spencer and Kelly and your dad, Spencer, how years ago we saw the peak here. Now it's. Yep. And it's continual growth.
3: Yeah. And I want to go back to something you said, Brad. You said customers expect a process, mm-hmm. right? Now, the funny thing is when I stand up in front of groups, and because I, I generally do it once a month with all of our new employees, I ask them on a regular basis, do customers want to be run through a process? And right? they say no. And they go, no, absolutely not. And these are just normal people. And I go, whoa, let me ask you this. If you walk in and you don't feel like that person has a roadmap for you how do you feel like they don't know what they're doing <laughs> you look at him you're like wait what you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing yep you're the professional in this relationship yep as a customer it's super unsettling it is it, i mean can you imagine going to a doctor and them not taking your weight you'd be like <laughs> are you a real doctor <laughs> you doctor like dr pepper <laughs> <laughs> doctor, are you Doctor yeah, Pepper? You have an expectation <laughs> when you go to to meet if, with your doctor. If you go meet with a professional, mm-hmm. if you go meet with a dentist, do you expect the exact same process? Yes. yes, absolutely. Any professional, you expect it, and when you don't see it, you get super unsettled. Mm-hmm. And when you walk up to a a person and you're not, you don't know the process, you're creating an unsettled vibe instantly.
2: Yep. Wouldn't you agree, Brandon I agree 100%. Now, let me ask you, Oz, is it enough to know the process? Like, I know it? No. What do you mean? Why no? You have to be able to do the process. Absolutely. And should I be able to do it when I'm being watched by my peers? <laughs> or should I be able to do it reflexively? Meaning yeah. I can literally do it in my sleep. It's, it is just, it becomes who I am. Yeah. It, and I love that because-
3: the phone script. That was for me. That was the first practicing thing I did is really dial in the phone spri- script. To this day, there are words I just have to use mm-hmm. when I'm talking to somebody on the phone because it just comes out. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys have the same thing. Absolutely. It's, it was so ingrained
2: in you that you it's what you say. It's yep. just how it flows out. And the cool thing is these are time-tested processes. There are a lot of New processes and procedures that due to legislation and customer expectation that we've got to adjust some things on the fly. But from meet and greet, whether it happens online or in person, to thank you for your business, sign on this dotted line, and then our follow-up, we have a pretty strong process that we have implemented both in sales, at autos, sales in power sports, and sales in our trailer One area that we're really trying to dial in right now is to have a consistent process on our service drives. And it starts, ironically, at a very similar location as the the sales process with a meet and greet. It's having that, setting that expectation with the customer that when they pull into our service drives, someone's going to say hello to them. And then we have a very specific walk-around process where we'll look at the customer's vehicle, address whatever concern they possibly have, let them know that they're in the right place, and it helps build that foundation for the customer experience throughout. Now, Jared, creating a positive customer experience has always been something you're really good at. I appreciate that. How do you take the customer and plug them into your process, regardless of the circumstance?
1: That's a great question. So the previous episode, we talked about do something and make a friend. And Oliver even talked about it is if you go out and you start making a friend right then that trust is there well if you've mastered the process then you can seamlessly take them from step to help them through that their buying process and we're selling them something so I think you asked me how, how do, do I you do it? that honestly at this point it's pretty much a learned it's learned because I've I keep practicing over the past years and I'll continue practicing that I kind of find out where, what they're looking for, whether it's part sales or service, then I'll investigate, build a rapport, and then I'll go into a presentation. But those processes that I follow are just, they're dialed into what their wants and needs are through the questions you ask.
3: Yeah. And Brad, I ha- you know, if I'm a, if I'm a new sales professional, like Tim is over here, mm-hmm. and he's hey, sitting Tim. there thinking, how do I get dialed on this? Because I, sometimes it seems daunting. Yeah. There's a lot to know. I there mean, is. If you look at the ASE manual, it's like, ooh, that thing's yeah. thick. Yeah. Like, How how would you, if you're a new newbie, how would you mm-hmm. get dialed on that
2: process? Yeah. The first thing i do is I would take the process for what it is and another term we use for it is steps to the cell. And I would look at it exactly like that, that it is a staircase. Mm-hmm. You can't try to get to the second step until you're mastered that first step. So just take each step of the sales process, meet and greet. Perfect. Learn how to do a perfect scripted meet and greet every customer, every time. And then I'll move into the investigative and build rapport stage. I'll also make sure that once I take that information, I learn how to apply really my first skill of bypassing and just start moving through there. I love that. Don't try to we Everyone can run up a staircase, right? But the chances of falling and failing increase the faster you attempt to run. So just like with any process, the faster you try to get through it, the more potential harm or damage you're going to do to yourself and your customer along the way. Yeah.
1: But I think just jump in there, Oliver, is a new salesperson like Tim, he's a noob or a novice. Total novice. I, what you do is you have a plan that says, okay, today, learn – how a first impression happens. Like just break down the steps and then have them go step by step. Even to our, right, in our company, we have a very standard meet and greet in sales and service that they have, a. it's scripted, but once they memorize that step, they move on to the next, but then they keep practicing it. So I think that's what would be helpful yeah. for a new sales professional. Yeah, and, and professional. I think, you know, we like to certify people, right? You know, we have
3: Red Tag, we've got- um, Grill. The Grill, if you went to your manager and said, "Hey, look, I want to take this step by step. Can you pass me off each step?" Don't you think any of our managers would be like, "Absolutely. Absolutely they right? would be." And so, if I were a novice, I would say, "I would go up to my manager and say, "I just want to learn each step of the process. Get feedback as I'm going through it. Let me do it with you every day for a week and until I pass it, and then I'll move on to the next step." Yeah. Uh, and I think that'll help ingrain it in you, but you have to take that time whether it's 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day to just practice it. And you can't practice it in front of a mirror. Nope. You're going to get your spouse involved. You're going to get your fellow colleagues, you know, really, it
1: feels dumb to role play, but that's the only way to learn it. You have to role play. And fortunately, not a lot of people like to hear this. Memorization of scripts is crucial to mastering processes. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you have the base down, then you can put your
0: personality to it. and you
1: can improvise
0: and then you've always got the process to fall back on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So Jared, I kind of tried to put you in a trick bag with the question of how do you do what you do? And you, it took you a minute to explain it. And, and, but you did, you eventually said it, it's a learned process. You Mm. literally don't know any different. You can't do any differently because you have perfected the process and it is a good thing. And that's one thing that if you doubt at all any of the processes, learn the why behind it. Ask, why do I do this? I love that. And then once you understand the why, that will help you be able to give that better customer experience to the customer throughout that process instead of feeling like I'm just checking a box, doing it to do it. Yeah. yeah. And because that we never want you to ever do anything just to do it because a process without a plan a process without a personal touch feels like a script, right? It yep. feels like one of those spam phone calls we all try to avoid. Yep. But I would encourage every single one of you to, number one, find out what is the expectation or the process for my current position. And then Take the first step and master it. Mm -hmm. Then take the second step and master it. And then once you get ready to take the third step, make sure someone else is joining you, right? Make sure you're not just trying to do this alone. Get your other coworkers, your other service driving colleagues there alongside of you and go together through this process because you'll get better at it. They'll get better at it. And you'll really start to perfect that process so much that it just becomes who you are. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, as per usual,
0: I have been, as per my copious notes, my ongoing process, I have been taking copious notes. We're talking about process perfection. In sales, you absolutely need a process. As Ben Franklin famously said, the process is the process. Processes are important because they are teachable and they are repeatable. Without a process, you have absolutely no foundation on which to build your sales. And every profession has processes. This is not unique to our profession at all. Tenure doesn't matter to your customers. They expect consistency and they expect continuity. They need and want a roadmap. You expect a process with any other professional. And if you do not have a process that you are following with your customers, you are creating an uncomfortable situation for them. You should always be practicing. This is not something, I mean, we, we say process perfection, we should always be striving for perfection. You should never reach that peak. It is a continual process and continual work to get better, and it should become reflexive. Plugging your customer into your process is the goal. Once it is a reflex, the process becomes a part of your rapport, and it is a part of your tactic to make a friend do something. Getting started with processes, with process perfection, think of it as steps to a sale. Think of the process as steps that you cannot skip until you're stable on the previous step. Now, the faster you run upstairs, the faster you run up steps, the greater risk you take of falling. So take it slow. Memorize and practice each step. Talk to your manager about running through processes. They will absolutely help you. And Take just 20 to 30 minutes a day of practice and role play with a friend, a family member, clergy, someone you stalked in the parking lot, just whatever you do not do it in front of a mirror. And then finally, learn the why behind the process. This is the most important part. If you are just checking boxes to check boxes, you're going to check the boxes with no effect. There has to be intent behind everything you do. Your note-taking
1: is very process-oriented.
3: It is dialed. It's next level. It's
0: a
2: a process I am continually
1: practicing. Good job.
3: (laughs) Well, thank
0: you
1: so much. Because
3: that is Batman.
2: Tim, I, I want to bad. I want to extend an action item for everybody if we can.
0: Oh, I would love to hear an
2: action. So, item. So
0: skip that step of the process.
1: I'm a no, fool for I. Doing that. He gave a few. <laughs> he gave a little bit of assignments thought, prior yeah, to there's, your. There's recap. some
2: assignments in there, but I want to get a little bit more specific, right? Everyone that listens to this, you're at wherever you're at in your career process, right? So first step is to figure out what is the expectation or process for your job. And write it out every day. So on the sales side, write out the sales process every day. On the service side, write out the walk-around process from beginning to end every day. On the parts side, write out the process for greeting a customer and getting the information they need and the expectation for follow-up every day. And secondly, bring someone else with you.
0: I love it. Well, gentlemen, as usual, this has been an absolute pleasure. If you are listening to this podcast, what are we listening to now? Oh, little Kesha. Oh, little Kesha. If you're listening to this podcast, please do us a big favor. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us some stars. And by all means, if you have questions, comments, if you got ideas for future podcasts, shoot us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. I don't know what's happening in the background here. The mermaid started playing. It's
3: the music it's the segue out music oh, oh, oh fantastic we're getting segue music today <laughs> oh. or like wait Dana Dan- Moi Dan- 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 y'all Dana Dan- Dan- y'all, Dan- Dan- y'all.